And hello to each and every one of you out there. Welcome to the Threes on Fire podcast. Along with Sidel Boyd, I am Irving Henderson. John Eli, unfortunately, won't be with us today. He is at work. Uh, hopefully, he's listening in. John, hope we get you back uh, next week. There were some other things I did want to talk to him about as far as wrestling is concerned. Uh, but we will skip that for this week, and we will get right into Friday's uh, Major League Baseball scores. It was my son's birthday, and we went down to Citizens Bank Park to see the Phillies and Brewers play. Phillies uh, pretty much struggled for most of the game, but a three-run eighth inning uh, punctuated by an Alec Bohm two-run single gave the Phillies a 4-2 to lead that they did not give up. They won the game. The Brewers' four-game winning streak is now over. The Phillies improved to 6-8. and eight. The Brewers are now 8-6. and six. Uh, One thing I do want to say, and I did forget to mention it, uh, about Alec Bohm. Uh, there was a game against uh, New York a few weeks ago where he made three errors in three innings, right? And the camera caught his face because the crowd booed the hell out of him. And he mouthed the words, I fucking hate this place, right? And Ooh. there was some question as to whether he was talking about his mental state or whether he was talking about Philadelphia. I'll give Alec Bohm credit in the uh, in his post-game interview. Phillies ended up winning the game. In this post-game interview, like, he apologized, said he was just, like, uh, he was just in a, in a bad headspace in that moment. Uh, and the very next night when he came up to bat, the fans gave him a standing ovation. And I want I want to like and I say this when when to say as the perception of Philadelphia fans is so negative, it's from the outside. Philly fans yeah. are no worse than any other fan base, and I bring that up because Andrew McCutcheon, who spent a couple of years here, uh, is now on the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, when his name got announced uh, to for the starting lineups, the fans gave him a, a, a nice little cheer. And when he came to bat, they stood and clapped for him, you know, in, in appreciation of what he did during his time here. So this notion that Philadelphia fans are so bad is mostly reputation. Don't get me wrong. Of course, it's some, you know, we got some bullshit with us, but nothing worse than any other yeah. fan base. All right. It was the Cincinnati Reds losing their 10th in a row to the St. Louis Cardinals. They fell four to two. The Reds are now 2-12 and 12 on the season. They are clearly the worst team uh, in Major League Baseball. Uh, it was the New York Yankees over the Cleveland Guardians, 4-1. Aaron Judge hitting two home runs in that one. The San Francisco Giants over the Washington Nationals, 7-1. It was the Boston Red Sox, 4. The Tampa Bay Rays, 3. The Atlanta Braves over the Miami Marlins, 3-0. The Pittsburgh Pirates defeating the Chicago Cubs, 4-2. The Minnesota Twins over the Chicago White Sox, 2-1. The Toronto Blue Jays beating the Houston Astros, 4-3. The Baltimore Orioles beating the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, I think that's their name, right? Right? Yeah. I, I swear I don't like that name. <laughs> I don't like that <laughs> name. Like, just be the Los Angeles Angels. Get that of Anaheim out of there. Uh, the Orioles winning 5-3. to three. It was the Seattle Mariners over the Kansas City Royals, 4-1. to one. 
The Los Angeles Dodgers six, the San Diego Padres one, and Mookie Betts homer twice for the Dodgers in this one. Um, saw the highlights of this game uh, this morning on MLB Network. There were way too many Dodgers fans in that building. Like I don't understand it. Like I, I know it's not that far of a trip from LA to San Diego, but it looked and sounded like it was a Dodgers home game. Like I don't care where you play at. I really don't. Your fans should not be outnumbered like two to one or three to one in your building. That should never happen. Uh, it was the uh, New York National League team beating the Arizona Diamondbacks 6-5 to five in 10 <laughs> innings. Uh, the Texas Rangers over the Oakland Athletics 8-1. to one. Um, We talked about uh, Oakland having a bad stadium. I think we had that on one of like our little side conversations. The other day, they had an attendance that was – one of the lowest you will ever see for a major league baseball game uh, to the extent where it's reported that the A's triple a minor league affiliate has a higher attendance average than the major league ball club. Wow. I think it was something to affect where it was like uh, under 4,000 people showed up. And even for this game, 7,012 people in the building to watch this game. I mean, get them out of Oakland. Either either get them out of Oakland or give them a new stadium or something. Like, Major League Baseball cannot continue to have a team have attendance numbers consistently under 10,000. Yeah, uh, one other – and one other note. Uh, from yesterday, the Colorado Rockies and Detroit Tigers uh, were postponed uh, due to rain. They'll play a doubleheader today. Miguel Cabrera, one hit away from joining the 3,000 hit club, uh, he will join a very short list of players who have 500 home runs and 3,000 hits. He's been one of the best players of his generation, but he doesn't get talked about a lot. This is a guy who was quietly having a Hall of Fame career. He's even hit for a triple crown. So uh, that game starts at 1 o'clock. I think he's in the lineup. I definitely want to see that happen. I love to see when history uh, gets made. Uh, and uh, premature congratulations to Miguel Cabrera. He will, at some point, get at least one more hit. <laughs> uh, one other baseball note, Cleveland White Sox, uh, excuse Cleveland White Sox, <laughs> Chicago White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson was suspended for one game and fined for giving Cleveland Guardian fans the middle finger on Wednesday. Uh, Anderson is appealing the decision. He will be allowed to play until uh, Major League Baseball uh, makes their final determination on whether the suspension will stand. Oh, uh, man, What's he type Tom. Yeah, hey man, listen, I don't, it's this new phenomenon now, players giving fans the finger. I mean, it's a 162-game season, so a one-game suspension shouldn't be that big of a deal. I don't even know why you're going to – it's a one-game suspension. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a rest day. Just take your suspension and go about your business. But yeah. I, I, think, I think it may be more about the money than it is missing a game, though. Sure. All right. Uh, <laughs> the money they make. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's a big paycheck to be missing, man. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, I guess the biggest news of note to come out of the week was Jay Wright retiring and stepping down as the head coach at Villanova. Uh, Wright coached at Hofstra between the years 1994 and 2001, leading them to the NCAA tournament in 2000 and 2001 before taking the job at Nova. A two-time coach of the year winner, Wright leaves with a 642 and 282 record. Uh, he's won seven conference titles, two in the American East, five in the Big East, four Final Four appearances, including this past season, and national championships in 2016 and 2018. Wright was also an assistant coach for Team USA's gold medal winning team in 2020, and he was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2021. Uh, Sadell, what becomes of Nova now that Jay Wright is gone. And uh, before, before, before you answer that, I do want to address one quick thing. Stephen A. Smith saying Jay Wright's going to pop up in the NBA. Why? Why? <laughs> Why would – I don't understand. Like, here's a guy who has spent years in be, being in control of a program. Yeah. Why would you why would you go backwards and go into the NBA? I remember a couple of years ago when people thought uh, – Coach K was going to step away from Duke and coach the Lakers, right? And no. and that's the same that's the same rumor going around now. Oh, Jay Wright's gonna he's gonna coach the Lakers? No, 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 no. I don't see it. Uh, but uh, no, that Lakers job is a terrible job to take anyway. <laughs> yep. Regard regardless of LeBron being there, their roster is is so uh is so messed up, and they're pretty much salary cap locked. So, <laughs> not that no draft picks. It's like I'm the, I wouldn't want to walk into that. Not with the expectations and all that. No. And I mean, how how crazy is it? We're sitting here right now, and we're talking about half of the Final Four from this year. Their coaches are gone. Are gone. Yeah. I, wonder, I mean, I wonder if he intended to retire. Because he, it, I mean, this just came out, <laughs> and he just didn't say it ahead of time. Like this was going to be my last season because Coach K, you know, was on his uh, farewell tour. You feel me? Right. He knew he, he didn't want to be, you know, trying to share upstage or share that spotlight of, you know, that sort of thing, that pressure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if he decided, like, you know, after the season was over. Like, all right, I think this is enough for right now. Burnt out or whatever. I well, here's, here's, here's his quote. I actually have his quote on that. He said, during this season, it started to hit me. I started to look at where my coaching was, everybody being in place, our staff, the team. We wanted to leave this in a better place than we found it, and we wanted it to be strong and in a great position when we left. I started to feel just like I didn't have the edge that I've always had where the edge always came natural to me. So I started evaluating said he had considered retiring for a few years, but he made the decision prior to the team's run to the final four. And he didn't Mm -hmm. tell the team because he wanted to have answers for his players about what would come next. Um, He had wanted to tell his players uh, Thursday at a team banquet, but because the news uh, leaked out, he had to tell them Wednesday instead. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I don't. Okay. So I, I, all right, I get that. Dude. That that's that makes a lot of sense. Um, yep. I would say, you know, I, you know, he's uh, what, sixty years old? Yep. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he just took a couple years off and then got that hunger back and came back. Yeah, and I think if he does come back, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna coach in the NBA. No, 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 no. no. And and how how often does that work out? How how often does a college guy go to the NBA and it works out to where they're like winning championships in the NBA? Larry Brown took forever it to took finally a win an NBA championship. <laughs> right. You know mm-hmm. that's your that's your lone example. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, guys like Patino and Calipart, those guys didn't even work out as NBA coaches. I mean, Billy Donovan is working out, you know, to a certain extent right now, but that's about it. Yeah. Quinn Snyder had a little bit yeah, of... Quinn, Quinn Snyder having a little bit of success as well, but, I mean, uh, overall, yeah, overall I, I, would, I wouldn't take an NBA job if I was Jay Wright. If I'm going somewhere, I'm taking another college job and, and maybe a program that he can, you know, form into a winner or somewhere where they have the pieces in place where he can make another, you know, final four run. But, you know, congratulations to Jay Wright. Excellent career. Uh, I would say next stop Hall of Fame, but he's already in. Already so, in. <laughs> so, you know. Hey, uh, Jay, man, take a couple years off. And when you come back. We might have a position over for you. No, don't be trying to don't be no, don't be don't don't be doing that. Don't be recruiting no big five coaches to be down there, man. Nah, we're not doing that. Listen, we're not doing that. You're not tarnishing my man legacy like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to recruit, man. No, we're not doing that. Uh speaking of uh new new uh new head coach. No, we're not nope. Mm -mm. No. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> uh, Villanova's new head coach is Kyle Neptune. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what what goes on with Villanova. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see Villanova and Duke this this coming season making these adjustments with their you know top notch coaches no longer being in place. Yeah. Uh, today at two p.m. over on ESPN Pay Per View. If you feel like paying for the fight. Uh, Tyson Fury will take on Dillian White uh, for Fury's heavyweight championship. Uh, Fury has stated that he will retire after this fight, whether he wins or loses. Uh, I don't think he's going to lose this fight. Uh, I think he'll probably, you know, fight this. This this fight will probably go long, but I expect him to win. I'll say I'll say he wins ninth round knockout. I'll say that I was going to say the tough. So we we bought on the same accord. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how long Dillian White can stay in this. A little surprising that Fury's talking about retirement when there's still that opportunity for that mega fight between him and Anthony Joshua. But, you know, who knows? Like, money talks when it comes to boxing. Uh, We'll have one boxing note, sort of, kind of, as we end our opening segment. Oh, and for some odd reason. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I mean, if he does win, which he should, 
I mean, he gets to retire being undefeated. So maybe. Yeah. And, and Joshua keeps losing or whatever. Like, they, the rest of the contenders keep fumbling their way into these fights. I don't know. Well, we'll see. He said he'll never come back after this fight. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll know. We'll know in due time because boxing is one of those sports. Guys are always talking about retirement yeah. and they, you know, money talks. Then money when they talks. Money. I, <laughs> you know, I, I can see, I can see someone throwing, you know, millions of dollars at him and he fights one or two more times before actually hanging it up. Boxing is just one of those sports. Retirements don't always stick. And speaking of retirements not always sticking, for some odd reason, 43-year-old Ricky Hatton is returning to the ring on July 2nd when he takes on Marco Antonio Barrera, who is 48 years old. Why? No idea. Am I interested in this fight? Absolutely not. You, you can keep that. This is senior uh, citizen boxing. I, I don't know. Why? <laughs> why? Like, like, why? What do you have to prove at this point? I mean, what, <laughs> this is what I said, man. When that money gets tight, it's like, yo, I need a check. <laughs> Marco Antonio Barrera is 48 years old. Sit your ass down, man. 48 is old for a boxer. Yeah. You know, and, and 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 don't get. I know there are people right now that are gonna like point to George Foreman and and Bernard Hopkins. Those guys are exceptions to the rule. Like yeah. when you hit your forties, this is not time for you to be climbing into the ring anymore. Like you should, you know, this, this no, no. I like please, please don't put this on TV. Like just, I don't want to see this. I, I really don't. Uh, the NFL has announced that they will play three games on Christmas Day for the first time ever. Uh, most of the weekend slate of games in Week 16 will take place on Christmas Eve. Uh, there will still be a Thursday night and Monday night game. Um, boy, I don't think the NBA is going to be too happy about that. Oh, they definitely won't. Christmas Day was the NBA's thing. And I understand it. I mean, Christmas is on a Sunday. I'm, you can't, like... I don't think you want to like completely shut the league down, but I can tell you right now, the NFL is certainly going to chew into uh, the NBA. NBA's. Uh, yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna chew away at those ratings, um, and they did. They did this past year. Uh, there were two Christmas games this past year. Uh, the one that was on Fox was the highest rated uh, game of the season. I think that was the Packers and the Browns and and then the game that was on NFL Network was NFL Network's highest rated game of the season as well so oh boy the NBA gonna have to they're gonna have to put together some marquee matchups to keep the NFL from pulling the audience too strongly and speaking of the NFL the NFL draft comes up this, this coming week uh the top 10 picks how about this the Giants and the Jets both have two picks within the top 10. Uh, the Jets are picking fourth and 10th. The Giants are picking fifth and seventh. Uh, the Jaguars, of course, uh, have the number one pick. The Lions are second. 
Texans are third. So now your Carolina Panthers will pick six, uh, and the Atlanta Falcons eight. Um, the Seattle Seahawks, who got this pick from the Broncos in the trade for Russell Wilson, will pick ninth. The Philadelphia Eagles have picked 15 and 18. They did have uh, three picks in the first round, uh, but they made a trade with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, almost every mock draft has Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan going number one to the Jaguars. But outside of that, it's a pretty weak draft class. Yeah, as far as, uh, you know, the the quarterback class is definitely weak this year. Uh, the skill positions, is not a lot of flair going on. Mm-mm. It's going to be, uh, what you call it, maybe like a meat and potatoes. I see a lot of linemen on either side going early, offensive linemen, right. defensive linemen. Just, and I don't see anybody making any real moves because, uh, like you said, what players are there to get, like, that's so dynamic that you'd be like, oh, I got to make a move to get that guy. Yeah, there are no, like, I'm not saying that there won't be any star players in this draft, but there are no real, like, needle movers in this draft. I think you'll you'll have some solid pros in this draft, but anybody that we're going to be sitting here talking about, you know, three, four years from now, is being guys who are lighting this league up, especially at the skill position. I, I just I don't see it. And and you brought up the quarterbacks. Uh yeah, this is not a very good quarterback draft. It's not. Uh right now you have Malik Willis uh climbing up uh <clears throat> climbing up in, in a bunch of mock drafts. Malik Willis uh from Liberty. Uh Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh uh has dropped on a lot of these mock drafts because of concerns of the size of his hands. Uh, Desmond Ritter of Cincinnati, Sam Howell of North Carolina, and Matt Coral of Ole Miss are expected to be taken uh, in either of the first two rounds. And then you got to go all the way to Carson Strong from Nevada, uh, who probably won't get taken until the third day of the draft. This is not – like, this, this, this draft has no wild fact. Yeah, I'm just hoping my team picks a offensive lineman <laughs> and keep it moving. Yeah, that's you know make a solid pick. Yeah, this 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 is the year teams have to make solid draft picks. Yeah. All right, and finally, uh, when will people get the message that it's best to leave others alone? Uh, while on a flight Wednesday, a man continued to harass former undisputed heavyweight champ Mike Tyson, which has to be an unwise life choice. Uh, after ignoring the idiot for several minutes, Mike Tyson went Mike Tyson on this guy, hitting him with several punches to the head. Tyson, who now owns a cannabis business, was headed to Florida to promote his new weed line with an unexpected business partner, Ric Flair. Um, how much alcohol and liquid courage did you consume to think that it was okay to continually poke the bear in Mike Tyson. Like, there's got to be a list, right? There's got to be a list, and 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 I'm I'm going I'm going there. I'm, I'm going there for this for this for this moment here. There's got to be a list of people that you got to know. You just don't fuck with them. 
<laughs> Mike Tyson has to be somewhere near the top of that list. Like, <laughs> I don't care what you think about who Mike Tyson is as a person. He will still knock the average Joe the fuck out. Yeah. Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> don't mess with him. And I was expecting people to like be like, oh, Mike Tyson was wrong and he shouldn't have. Most of the things I've heard is this dude got exactly what he deserved. Oh, yeah. He got what was coming to help. <laughs> what? Like, what are you doing? What, like, what? Like, like, and everybody, and the police didn't go after Mike Tyson. They went after this jackass and his friend that he was with who recorded the whole thing. They got stopped by the police. This, I mean, listen. As they please, should. Please, PSA, folks. If you see Mike Tyson in public, leave him alone. All right? Give him a <laughs> wave. Hey, champ. And let that be it. All right? Thank you. <laughs> All right, listen. Um, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs uh, in the next segment. Uh, some wild, wild things went on this past week. We'll talk about all of that. You are listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. All right. We are back with the Threes on Fire podcast. Well, the NBA playoffs started last Saturday, uh, just after uh, or yeah, just after we got off the air, um, I think things things didn't really hold serve that first day. I mean, the Jazz kind of expectedly took out the Mavericks. Uh, the Timberwolves shockingly took game one from the Grizzlies. Uh, but other than that, the Sixers and Warriors both won. Uh, the Heat blowing out the Hawks in their first game. The Celtics shocking everybody with a buzzer beater against the Nets. The Bucks oh, handled their business. The Suns handled their business as well. Game two, Sixers did what they were supposed to do in game two, again, beating the Raptors. Uh, the Mavericks evened up their series at one apiece. The Warriors uh, took a two games to none lead. Uh, the Heat winning their second game against the Hawks. The Grizzlies in game two against the Timberwolves asserted themselves more in this one. Uh, won by almost 30 points. They won by 28. The Pelicans stole game two against Phoenix. Phoenix lost uh, Devin Booker uh, more than likely for the remainder of this series uh, and, and possibly longer. Yeah. Then you get the Wednesday, and I don't, I, don't really like, I don't really like the way the schedule has these things because uh, the Sixers and Raptors played their third game on Wednesday, but the Celtics and Nets played their second. Okay? Yeah, I hate that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Uh, the Celtics <laughs> again found a way to beat the Nets. We talked about it last week. I said if there was a team that is not going to be afraid of the Nets, it's definitely the Celtics. The Celtics holding a 2-0 lead in that series. Uh, the Bulls found a way to steal one against the Bucks, tying that series at one. Joel Hans Embiid with one of the <laughs> craziest shots you will ever see, hitting a three, giving the Sixers the lead, giving the Sixers the win. They are up three games to none against the Raptors. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, then Thursday, uh, the Grizzlies uh, 
I need an explanation. I, I need an explanation. The Timberwolves had this game in hand. Like, it was almost party time in Minneapolis, right? <laughs> and then so- the next thing you know, they can't buy a bucket, and the Grizzlies go on a 21 to nothing run. That is almost unheard of in any kind of game, but let alone in the playoffs. Yeah. And the Timberwolves go from having a nice, comfortable lead to losing by nine. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, post-game comments, talking about he's going to go home and sip his wine. You have got to be the most disconnected person in the world to say that. Not after a loss like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A loss like this is put some fire in your belly. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, I don't know what happened. We we had the game, and we fell apart, and it, we, we, didn't, we didn't seal the deal. Like, and I, I need to take full responsibility. You know, he didn't he didn't say anything. It was, he treated it as if it was just a regular season game. Like, ah, yeah, stuff happened. You can't hold hum that one. I'm sorry. You can't hold hum that one. And he better be glad he plays in Minnesota because there are some NBA cities, uh, Philadelphia notwithstanding, that you say something like that, the fans are going to turn on you immediately. Yeah. And you know what? This reminds me of the, that, that attitude that Jimmy Butler was talking about. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they don't yep. have enough hunger. Yeah, that's that's bad. That's bad. Uh, game four between those two teams is uh, later tonight uh, at 10 o'clock. That'll be on ESPN. Um, also, coach either. that's another thing I wanted to say. Go ahead. How do you how do you let a team go 21 unanswered points without calling one timeout? <laughs> no idea. No idea. You got to do something to stem the tide. I don't understand how. You know, you can see this happening right in front of your face, and you're a lot like, like you're not doing anything. The entire team, coach, players, everybody collapsed in this game. I'm, I'm interested to see how they get up off the mat from this one. I am. I'm interested to see uh, if if there's any carryover uh, later on tonight uh, in Game Four. Uh, was the Mavericks beating the Jazz in Game uh, Three? They have a two games to one lead now on the Jazz. Luka Doncic is expected to return, possibly uh, for this afternoon's game as they take on the Jazz in Game Four at four thirty on TNT. I hope not. We'll see. They're saying I he's coming. They're they're saying he's they're saying he may play in Game Four. Uh, this afternoon. Nah, but see, the thing to do is, y'all, y'all up now. I would, I would fall back and wait. Let them get a couple more days rest. Like, <laughs> I would, as long as we're up in the series, I would keep mm. pushing that top table back. So what you say? You sit them. You sit them in. Uh, you sit them in game four, and then you let them play game five. Let them, I, let them take the floor when you come back home. I, that's one idea, a definite idea. But let's say we win. Let, uh, if we talk it from the Mavericks' point of view, if right. we win, we're up three-one now. I mean, I might not even play them in Game Five, <laughs> but but I probably would. I probably would steal the deal at home. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's a possibility I'd be like this. I mean, 
you know how that 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 calf and that Achilles, you know, it's a it's a fickle thing. I would I would want to try to give it as much rest time to restrengthen itself as possible. If right. you can come back or something just like that, and then you know you might as well call it a wrap for the next round. Well, I think yeah. they Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I think uh, at this point they probably go beat Utah regardless, with or without them. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I told you I've been telling you all season that I never trusted them, man. So, well, we we said it. Utah is one of those teams like they're they're always like right there, but they never clear that hurdle. Wherever yeah. that hurdle is, it doesn't matter. Like, they just, for whatever reason, can't get to that next spot. So, uh, yeah, that's that that's uh, 4.30 this afternoon on TNT. Also, the Warriors took a 3-0 series lead Thursday, beating uh, the Nuggets 118-113. to 113. Their series will resume on Sunday uh, at 3.30 on ABC. The Warriors can... Bust out the brooms. Uh, speaking of busting out the brooms, the Sixers have a chance to bust out the brooms at two o'clock on TNT uh, in Game Four against the Toronto Raptors. Some injury news for the Sixers: Joel Embiid uh, has an injured thumb. Uh, I, I think they're saying like it may be a torn ligament in his thumb. Mm. Uh, yeah, this is uh. This is rather interesting here. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, you gotta get this one tonight. You you got you gotta wrap this up now. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You gotta get the big man arrest. So uh, there's I don't want to say pressure. I'm not gonna say the word pressure, but there is some a, a slight sense of urgency to wrap this series up and get this one over with uh, today. Uh, if not, then we'll be waiting for Monday night where the Sixers and Raptors would play in a possible uh, fifth game. Friday, uh, boy, speaking of blowing leads, how about the heat? Oh, <laughs> looked like the heat were about to go up 3-0 on the Hawks. Trey Young said nope, hitting a floater with 4.4 seconds left to go in the game. That series is now Miami being up two games to one. Uh, game four of that series will be Sunday night, 7 o'clock on TNT. Uh, also, the Bulls. I wish John was here because I actually want to hear from him about this one. The Bulls yeah. got absolutely <clears throat> blasted on national TV, uh, losing by 30, 111 to 81. The Bucks now up two games to one in that series. Their uh, fourth game will be Sunday afternoon at 1 on ABC. And also, it was the Suns over the Pelicans, 114-111 to 111 last night, taking a two-games-to-one series lead. The big story in this one, uh, Jackson Hayes. What in the hell are you doing? Yeah, it's one of those weird situations where it's like, like did he just lose his mind? They're like, what is, what is he? It, it's completely unnecessary. It's, like, it's, it's crazy. It's like it's like you know, like you know, like when you're playing football and your guy is your guy is, is like you were having a screen pass and your guy is streaking past everyone and then you block somebody in the back mm-hmm. right in front of the road. It's similar to that. It's like, dude, like, it, how, 
is is. <laughs> You can't make any sense of it. And I hear you trying to make sense of it right now. You can't. I, I, I thought I even knew what I was going to say there, and I just couldn't even put it together. <laughs> no, because it makes no sense. Like, it's just like it was completely unnecessary. It wasn't within, like, it, it wasn't like it was within the confines of the game, like something happens. Like, he just straight shoved the man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well. Uh, they will continue their series Sunday night at 9.30 on TNT. Um, you know what? Out of all the leads we've been talking about being blown, we ain't talking about how the Nets blew their lead. <laughs> oh, listen. The bombs, oh, 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 let me explain something. Let me, let me explain something. I love every bit of watching the Nets implode like this. And even for someone who, like, can't stand the Boston Celtics either, it's almost like I kind of put that to the side just a little bit. I kind of put that to the side. And if you want to say the the Simmons thing added fuel to this, like, Sadell, you know I have been on this not, like, this anti-Nets thing for the last two seasons. So yeah. it's not even a it's not even a Simmons thing. I was calling the Nets overrated last year. And I'm overrated since they put their team together. <laughs> hey, and, and, and I've been on the money with it. Now, yeah. now this series is far from over. Uh, Durant went 0 for 10 in the second half in Game Two. You got to figure that's not going to happen again. Oh no. And, I expect and of to come out with uh, with a vengeance in this game. Uh, yeah. I'm, expecting, I'm expecting a forty burger <laughs> on like twenty two shots, give or take. Mm-hmm. Because you know he gotta he gotta get some of that efficiency back. But uh, the thing is, can he go off like that and Kyrie go off at the in the same game? Or is it? I, I don't know. These two where they. Oh, I'm hot this game, and you're not, and vice versa. I don't know. How much- the, Celtics, the Celtics better continue this 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 plan and tactic of, you know, uh, kind of sort of like beating him up a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely harassing this man. This yep. this dude, this dude got the. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know if you've seen the. Uh, There's a skit by uh, a YouTuber, uh, RDC World. They had to sit on Steph Curry before, and <laughs> as soon as they, and the dude that played Steph Curry, and there's a dude that was playing the man that was supposed to be guarding him for the game. Mm-hmm. So he shows up at his house when Steph Curry is waking up when his alarm goes off. Dude is there like his bedside, like yo, come on, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yup. That's the kind of defense that the Celtics are playing or Kevin Durant right now. They're like, yo, who's this dude wake up. We at the hotel escorting him to the stadium. Yep. <laughs> All the way through. Like because you won't get it. You won't get a, a second to breathe. Yeah. You, they they <laughs> have to employ that same strategy. Uh their game three is 7:30 on ESPN tonight. Um this has been a very good uh playoff uh season to start off with. Uh really interested right now. In what happens with the Heat? 
because they may be without Kyle Lowry uh, in game four. Uh, and also uh, with the Bucks not having uh, Middleton. Yeah. I thought that that opened the door for Chicago to try and like gain control of the series. And they ended up getting blown out uh, nice. yesterday. So this Damn, thing John, may be over. Man, I needed I need John to talk about this, man. I mean, we know his his uh, favorite player went off last night, Grayson mm-hmm. Allen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that didn't do anything but just rub salt in his wound. Like <laughs> enough, they got their asses handed to him. But Grayson Allen was going off too. He, he practically led the way. <laughs> he, was, he was out there bombing threes like he was JJ. All right, listen, I need somebody to do a wellness check on my man, John, and keep him away from all sharp objects and any bridges. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he checked in to work early today or something. Man. He was like, listen, I don't want no parts of this discussion. <laughs> I know. Just, yeah, I know. That's, that's why he went to work. He, he knew we were going to talk about it. You know, he went to pick up some hours so he ain't had to deal with this conversation. But it's cool, John. We'll we'll have talk next week anyway, man. Oh, um, quickly, quickly before we end this segment. Um, Celtics, do they go up 3-0 today? Mm, no. That's that's when the close one. Do the Timberwolves bounce back? Hell no. <laughs> Not Will the way they do. Will the Jazz even the series? I'm going to go with a yes on now. All right. Are the Sixers busting out the brooms? Oh, yeah. I got my broom ready now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, uh, we're trying to get this thing over with. We're getting really close to tip off in the Sixers game. So we are going to pause, come right back. We'll have our things of the week, John's dumbasses of the week, uh, Sedell's person of the week. Uh, my thing of the week, and we will be right back. You are listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. All right, you are back with us here on the Threes on Fire podcast. Adele, uh, it has been a very interesting week in sports. Like, there, there's so much that has been going on, and I know we're, we're trying to, like, condense it all to talk about it within like an hour but it's it's been crazy next week is going to be even crazier with the draft the playoffs and everything still going on didn't even get a chance to really go into full detail about the start of the usfl season right philadelphia stars lost their opening game uh the games have been eh what they've been watchable but they just like you know there's no home field advantage so there's no there's there's no real juice in the crowd yeah yeah they're all playing one location yeah so there's no like to these games it's it's great to have football to watch but there's no like there's no real like excitement to it all right well uh john gave us his uh dumbasses of the week and he had multiple ones uh his first dumbass of the week was jackson hayes who we spoke about uh in the last segment and also uh the minnesota timberwolves for allowing that 21-0 run the other night but his third one uh listen we don't usually do serious here 
Uh, but I, I don't. This is the wildest story I think I may have ever heard in my entire life. Um, in India, four men gang raped, killed, and ate a monitor lizard. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Totally ridiculous. Like, why? Why? Like, do you understand? Like, like thought processes go into actions. You understand? Yeah. Like, so you you literally, what were you thinking? Like, how? how? A lizard. How do you even put? Yeah, how do you even pull that off? <laughs> you know what? I don't want to touch. I don't even. I don't even. Oh my goodness! These fools. First of all, a monitor lizard is you know it's a it's a protected species, right? Yeah. This was the only one. This is the only one in the park that they were at, and these fools. <laughs> These fools recorded themselves violating this damn lizard. Yeah. And 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 like what the you know what? I the only thing I can think of that compares to this story, and you can look it up. There was a, a guy in the state of Washington, and I think this was probably about maybe anywhere between 10 and 15 years ago, right? Uh -huh. He set up a camera, right? And he filmed himself, in essence, violating a horse, right? <laughs> but oh a male horse. Oh, my. And in essence, he was the one being violated. Oh, Right? He died <laughs> two days later because he severely injured himself in the in the act of being violated by this horse. <laughs> like anyone listening to the sound of my voice right now, leave the animals alone, please. Okay, John, I can't believe you made us talk about this today. Um, <laughs> But no, I want not here to talk about it himself. Even <laughs> here, like, like, dude, dude, you you can't drop one of these on us like that again. I let this one sleep, like sneak <laughs> in this time. We ain't doing this one again. All right, uh, Sadell, who's your person of the week? Oh man, our MVP, Joel Embiid. <laughs> okay, I think uh, you know. I don't think there's much to say on that one. That's easy. And right, well, <laughs> well, he will be playing. He will play in game four. Uh, Doc Rivers says that this thumb injury that he has can't get worse. I, I hate that line. I really do. I hate that line. I hate can't get worse. Because yeah. usually when you think things can't get worse, somehow they manage to get worse. Yeah, um, they said yeah, that about uh, – uh, <laughs> Oh, well, they actually said that about Embiid last year. He had the meniscus. Mm-hmm. So, well, it didn't. I, I, do, it, I mean, that's what I was going to say. If, if there was any 
hope that would be the case. <laughs> Listen, they got to get this one. They got to get this one today. End this series. Get the big man some rest. Uh, and hope and hope that Atlanta extends this series with Miami so that rest time can be even longer uh, for Embiid to heal. Um, my thing of the week. Uh, it's actually it actually happened yesterday. Uh, it's my son Rodney's 16th birthday, and I say that because uh, we went to the ball game yesterday. But I was kind of surprised a little bit that he picked that game because the schedule came out. I have the magnet on my refrigerator. I let my kids pick what games that I would take them to, and without hesitation. He said he wanted to go to the game on his birthday. Now, um, this is sort of kind of my my bonding thing with my kids going to Phillies games. Yeah, I wasn't expecting him to say he wanted to go to the game on his birthday. I'm thinking, all right, you know, give me some money. I'm going out. I'm hanging out with my friends. Nope, he wanted to spend his birthday with me. We had a good time at the game. Um, I am glad that I am now starting to see my way out of birthdays in this family. Okay. <laughs> like I got, I got one more birthday coming up in May and then I don't have to worry about, you know, any kids with any birthday until December, oh, you know, wow. and I, I take a hit every February. You understand what I'm saying? I, I take a hit I every February because I have, I have three kids with birthdays in February and my wife's birthday is in February. Yeah. You know, like, I want to write a letter to Joe Biden and ask him to, like, eliminate the month of February. <laughs> you know, we could just go January, March, and I don't have to, like, keep my pockets getting abused every February because <laughs> I got four birthdays and Valentine's Day hey, in Valentine's February. Day. That's tough. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> You think I could get away with telling my family we're going to celebrate Kwanzaa in February? <laughs> uh, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's Black <laughs> History Month. You know, we'll move Kwanzaa from, you know, <laughs> December to February. Nah, that ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going. Back on a, you know, let that one slide. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Uh, I'm just gonna have to resign myself to the fact that February is just gonna continue to be, you know, that money. Yes, yeah, listen, man, listen. I'm every I'm every time I get paid, I might as well just remember. If you remember, uh, married with children, Al Bundy was sitting there just handing money out there. Yeah, that's that's me in February. Here, 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 here. <laughs> All right, listen, man. We are about uh, 40 minutes or so away from the start of the Sixers game. Uh, Sidel, anything you want to add before we get out of here? Uh, happy belated birthday to your son, man. Thank you. Uh, hopefully, hey. he'll, hopefully he'll listen to this. And uh, Wow, I didn't he's, realize. He's having, listen, he's having, he's having a good year in school. He's having a good year in school. We talked about some things. As far as college is concerned, he's considering maybe joining the Air Force, which, wow. Uh-oh. Kids got, listen, man, he's got the world in front of him, so we'll see what happens. He's been, uh, he's actually at a basketball game today. Uh, hopefully they win. He comes home and he says, Dad, we won, but 
they've been having a real struggle in time of it. So I expect them to come home and say they lost, but I'll keep my <laughs> fingers crossed for them. Oh, and 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 by the way, he may have may or may not have uh, disturbed my neighbors <laughs> the other night when Embiid <laughs> hit that three because him screaming at the television downstairs rattled the whole house. Yeah. You know, I, I, I couldn't get mad at him, though. Hell no. That's, that's, right. the, that's the enthusiasm that we show here in Philly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad that I was able to raise my boys right, and he's rooting hard for the Sixers. Hopefully, he'll be home before the game starts so we can watch the game together today. But if not, that's all right. I DVR it. He can watch it from the beginning when he comes home. Yeah, I didn't know that your son was that old, man. I'm like, damn. <laughs> well, man, he, he is the he's the I, 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 he's in the middle, right? He has he has two younger siblings, but yeah, man, yeah, he'll be going into his uh, junior year next year. He's like I said, he's getting serious about college. And quick little thing, and I know she won't hear it. Quick little shout out to his girlfriend for keeping him in line. <laughs> she has been making sure he's been on top of everything. Like when it comes to like, I'm getting letters and everything from colleges. And yeah. he told me she's the one who helped him fill this stuff out. Hey, and she's good. been adding like different colleges to list. And I'm getting stuff from, you know, the university of Pittsburgh and, some other school in Michigan. See, that's the that's the type of lady you need at your side, man. I told him, <laughs> man, you better hold on to her for as long as you can, buddy. <laughs> no, they, don't, they don't make too many like that. That that they really don't, especially not young. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I don't have anything to add. Just. Excited for this Sixers game. Hopefully they pull it out, get this sweep, come home, and get some rest. Uh, we'll recap the draft next week. Uh, also, it's been a while. We'll uh, reveal some more of our 100 Greatest Albums list to you next week as well. Hopefully we get John back on the show next week. Some things, like I said, wrestling related that I wanted to talk to him about. Uh, Sadell, we done? We done. All right, we'll get at you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.